future Negro in this country is precisely as bright or as dark as the future of the country. This is why Frederick Douglass could say that emancipation for the Negro was freedom to hunger, freedom to the winds and rains of heaven, freedom without roots to cover their heads. And this type of thinking also will bring an end to the brutality inflicted upon black people by white people. It is the only thing that will bring an end to it. Softer than you. She's quieter than you. She doesn't yell at me. She doesn't call me an idiot or tell me to shut up all the time. She listens to me. She's nice to me. She doesn't make me feel like the only thing stopping her from being happy is me. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> what's going on here, everybody? How y'all doing? This is uh. Thank you for tuning in to uh, this is how we see it podcast. We are your hosts. I am Alex. And I'm Cam. And what up? What up? What up, y'all? I know it's a surprise. We got a whole other episode for you already. What? A lot of stuff's been going on. Right? A lot of stuff's been going on, but Things we got a little bit more. Said. We got a little bit more free time. So guess what? You get another episode. <laughs> episode, episode, really? Yeah, <laughs> you get another episode. It's been a long day. It's been, it's a, been long, a long day. Long day. So anyway, um, today we're going to talk about something. Uh, something that uh, I found really interesting. I saw this actually. Uh, this 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 term, and I was like, why why don't we talk about this more? Well, I'd say it's probably because it's fairly new. Most people probably don't even know the definition or what the differences are between the. The two terms. Well, I think I think honestly, okay. So what we're talking about today, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about soft power, like, and I think the concept has always been around, though, Cam. It's just we didn't have a, a term, term, and that's what I mean. To you know, what I'm saying like, really like most people, it. when you tell them what it means, like they they know what you're talking about. They're yeah, because like, oh yeah, that's actually a perfect term for that. Yeah, because like we've heard we've heard women say stuff uh, akin to what soft power is in general. It's like you know, women run the world. You know, we just make y'all think that y'all are in charge yeah. or whatever have you, or yeah. we make y'all think that it was you. Like you know, what I'm saying so. Yeah, so that essentially that's soft power, and so because it's a relatively new term. Um, the definition of soft power is the ability to persuade others to do what you want without force or coercion, right? It was a term that was coined back in the 1980s by a guy named Joseph Nye, right? And um, there's a difference between soft power and uh, hard power, and hard power being, you know, when you go around and and, and it's wrecking exactly people's what it's, it's yeah. exactly what it sounds. Yeah, it's like, going around right? wrecking people's stuff, like going around and stomping your feet, thumping your chest, it's and through threats or yeah. violence or economic sanctions. You know, the military invasion. Yeah, you know, things, things like, like that. that. Dropping bombs, like things like that. The more masculine shit, the more aggressive, aggressive, violent you know what I'm saying? shit. Soft power 
refers to more softer, co-opting, more, more co-opting, more uh, um, diplomatic yes. kind of things, right? And what I want to talk about in terms of soft power is I want to challenge, right? I want to challenge the uh, feminist rhetoric that women have no power. Oh, that was that's absolutely yes. We know that. But I want to point to light that the women's women's power lies in soft power, and how soft power is so um, potent that the very notion that you have no power is absolutely asinine. So uh, the whole idea, I think, of feminism, and this is not to say that the entire movement is about this, but I, I really think a lot of it stems from penis envy. Because even when you look at it, right, the they harp on the fact that they want hard power. They want power that a man commands. And that's not to say that a man, because, again, power is gender. Power in and of itself is gender neutral. Yes. You understand? Yes. Like, people can hold power in different ways. Uh, men can use soft power. You understand? Yeah. To get, you know, to diplomacy, persuade. Diplomacy. Diplomacy should always be the first. You know, silver tongue. Yeah. yeah. But it's like... Like, feminism has convinced the women that hard power is the... Is the only power. The on, not only the only power, the only power worth a damn. Yeah. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like, that's the only power you need. That's the only power worth having. And it's like, nah, man. And I contest this because I'm just like, okay, so here, here's my thing, right? So... Hard power, yes. Hard power does get, st- get stuff done. Um... But almost always as a last resort, does it ever get to that? You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. like, in be, so like beforehand, you know, like, even in times of war, what they would tend to do is they would send an envoy or a yes. messenger to, you know, negotiate yeah. conditions of surrender or whatever have you. Or we're going to come in and we're going to wreck your stuff. Mm-hmm. You know? But war, hard power, has always been the last resort. Violence, even even though yeah. even though even though it's uh, even though it's you know in the background that's always there's always a threat of violence when oh, you're yeah, doing that, yeah. but like it never it's never the first response because even we've talked about it before actually we've talked about that before when it talk when it comes down to um, two men talking um, we know men know that there is a low level threat of violence between them yeah. between them mutually assured you know destruction exactly. So and and that's and that's the case of hard power with soft power, diplomacy. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying if you can resolve an issue peacefully, that would be saying? the preferable that, option. That would be the preferable. It's always option, the preferable option. You know, unless you're trying to make a statement, then it's a whole other thing. Well, that but typically people don't try to make <laughs> like, statements with war, especially back in the day. Because I mean, Genghis Khan. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like there are certain warlords that are out but there. But there was just... no peace talks with Genghis Khan. That, what that's saying. what I'm saying. It's but like, but you know. no, no, no. But what I'm saying is, is like motherfuckers that that truly understand war. Typically, they don't want to send their countrymen to war. Right. Like like men typically understand the the uh, cost of war. You right. know what I mean? And if it can be handled peacefully, typically that's the route a motherfucker want to go. You don't want to sacrifice life needlessly. Genghis Khan was on something else. <laughs> that dude poppy seeds um <laughs> yeah so uh, 
And so, you know what I'm saying? So that's 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 that's, <laughs> that's one of the part of the things that I wanted to contest about the feminist rhetoric is like, you know, hard power is not something even men want to actively go for go for immediately. You know what I'm saying? So I would think, you know, and like Kim said, power isn't necessarily gender specific, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think soft power soft power is more akin to the feminine. You know, it acts it accents the, the feminine fairly well. It does. It does. But that's but that's the, but the reason the reason behind that is because I mean, when you look at the dominance again, men are typically physically stronger than women. Yeah. How do you get your way without forcing some of that? That's how coercion that's that's hard power. Coercion, forcibly doing something, uh-huh. making make you do something. You see what I'm saying? Right. How do you make someone who's physically stronger than you do what you want to do? You have to have that ability to assuage, persuade, attract. Which is something that we've mentioned before. We've we've talked about how women, um, their strength, like you said, they're uh, physically not really imposing. Right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, obviously there's some exceptions, but by and large, not really imposing. No, No one's scared of you, right? However, your strength lies in your words. That tongue of yours, you know what I'm saying, can really get some, you could, who was Move it? Nations. I forget, I forget who it was or where I've seen it, but there, there was, a, there was a thing that I saw that was like, um, I think it was a song by Jason Mraz actually. Yeah. You can build a person up and you can tear them down with, with, with your words. Yeah. And that's the power women have. Sister and Shahar Ali said that back in the uh, 80s with her book, man. Like, uh, the black man's guide to understand the black woman. She specifically said that. She said for the the power structure that be has taken black women and turned their strongest weapon, their mouths, mm-hmm. against their men. Yeah. And what happens, been, what been... happens when you turn around and you use that to uplift your men? Move mountains. You could build nations. And what we're seeing right now with the Passport Bros movement, right? And a whole lot of things. Like uh one of the things that Kevin Samuels left us with was the whole sign language acronym. Mm-hmm. Shame, insults, guilt, need to be right. Right? You're using your your best power, your strongest ability to try to coerce men to do what you want them to do, but you're using soft power in a hard power way. And and what you're and what you're left with is this cacophony of uh, trash. Well, I wasn't gonna put it so simply, but yes, yeah, there's trash. trash. (laughs) Like, because you're because what you're seeing, what you're seeing is that men are no longer listening to you. Well, here's the thing, right? So, so this goes back to Jordan Peterson, right? Uh, How do how do men? So. We just talked about there's a low-level threat of violence between men. Yes. Right? So when I'm, when you approach a stranger who's a male and it's you, you know you have to move a certain way to figure out who he is. You can't just talk any kind of way to him. You can't say certain things to him, right? Because mm-hmm. it's going to come to blows. Yeah. You understand? Whereas when there men- was a dude, There was a dude just recently. Um, uh, this dude got stabbed or shot because he didn't say thank you to some dude. The story just so broke extreme. today. Like it's so, it's yeah, so it's such an extreme example. No, but but it, but it, it just it, goes to, like that, you know what I'm saying uh, mentally unstable. But even mm. nonetheless, that's hard. Nonetheless, that's that's men. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. Men. We don't know what we did. <laughs> no shit. No, but like so. Uh, 
that dynamic between men is one thing, but when you, uh, as a man, you're faced with a woman who's being trying to use hard power on you, right? What in today's society, in the West particularly, what's your recourse? You can't. Handle, you don't really have. You, you don't really have you any. You can't handle her like a man, right? Because because uh, if a man start talking about your mama, or saying something off the cuff, or pressing get, me, he would get, get in popped, my face. He would get popped, right? Get that two piece papoo, right? Like that's <laughs> boop boop. Uh, we had we had uh, a man just recently got his life ended for exactly that reason. For exactly that reason, I forget the brother's name. And I don't even remember. I, all I know is that a 14-year-old boy shot and killed a 30-something-year-old man because he gave that boy's mom a two-piece for talking reckless. And listen, I don't condone violence against women, right? But you have to understand, you're entering... So, as JP said, shout out. You're entering... When you engage... A man like that, right? You're entering the male arena, basically. And as men, a lot of men don't know how to handle that. Like, what? I can't. Well, you're not I a man. Even go, I wouldn't even go so far as to say not know how to handle it. No one likes to have. No one likes to feel trapped, right? So you're coming at me in an aggressive manner. You're addressing me as a man. Sometimes putting your hands on me. Sometimes putting your hands on me, right? So I can't I can't retaliate physically. My patience physically hit. My patience for words only goes so far. I have I'm left with no recourse. Dude, I'm telling you. So eventually when I feel cornered, I'm gonna lash back out. Dude, so many, so many men nowadays are recording women hitting them and then popping them back. And guess who the police are arrested now? The women. Started it. The man with the uh, Jonathan Majors. Jonathan Majors. And that's what I'm saying. Like, dude, we keep. But we are. Again, egalitarian society with special treatment, right? Women want to be equal until it's time to be equal. You put your hands on somebody, they got the right to put their hands back on you. Equal. Which is why, which is why. Hard power is never the go-to solution, but feminism would have you believe that that is a woman's power. That that is a a, a woman's power, a woman's right to do exactly that, and that is the end-all, be-all when it ain't. Oh, and and if you use hard power, you shouldn't expect any recourse. Yes, because <laughs> anybody knows, like in any threat of violence, hell, that's street code. That's even street code. It's like if you get somebody, you please believe you are gonna get got back. Bruh. It's coming for you. Car, Somebody's listen, coming for listen, you. There's a lot of men who still believe in that chivalry, you know, walk away, you know, not hit a woman. But I'm telling you, a lot of these young cats, they ain't got it. They ain't got that no more. That chivalry's gone. They just looking for an excuse. And as soon as you put your hands on them, they're going to pop your ass back. I say, listen, I'm with Whoopi Goldberg on this. Everybody keep their damn hands to themselves. It's not hard. We teach children this. Don't hit anybody. Nobody hit anybody, period. And then Sonny on The View, man, we should play that clip. Sonny on The View was like, oh, but it's a man. My hits won't hurt him. Yeah, I, if you see my wife's wedding ring and she slapped, listen, she, right, look, she accidentally. I'm sorry. She Even in her sleep, she woke up startled and her hand came towards my face. Any, I, I blocked it, 
but any she to gouge my eye out with that ring. Look, I'm not even talking <laughs> about I'm not even talking about uh, assistance with that whole thing. I, I listen. One time, you hear me? One time, one time only. This will never happen to me again, ever. Promise myself that. I allowed a woman to whoop my ass, and I did not hit her back. I'm, we from Chicago, understand me? <laughs> Where the girls hit like dudes. <laughs> now, she couldn't knock me down. This is when this was back in high school. She couldn't knock me down. They couldn't knock me out. But hit me when I say those punches hurt. <laughs> you understand me? Like I had to hold on to my pants to prevent myself from hitting back. But that was back then in like the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Right? So think about how stringent that attitude, that mindset has become now. That you feel so entitled that men are just completely... You know what I'm saying? Uh, flaccid when it comes down to being able to fight back. It's like I can't, I can't argue with you because there's only so much patience that I have, and I can't hit you back because of how that looks. So when you have dudes that feel cornered, you're gonna have some dudes that's going to strike you because no one likes to feel trapped. But Listen. that kind of power, <laughs> that kind of power is not something that you want to rely on. Man. And and it goes against there, there's a there's a principle that I like. It's called Wu Wei. Oh, ever yeah. told you about yeah, ever told Wu you about Wei. this? Oh, so yeah. Wu Wei is basically um is a principle that it got I got introduced to by researching some uh some some philosophy from by Bruce Lee. And uh yes, Bruce Lee did philosophy. He actually was a philosophy major in college, so you know, people don't people only know him for his movies and his kung fu. <laughs> like, no, the man the brother was smart. Um, but yeah, like uh so Chinese it's Chinese philosophy, um, and if I'm un- if I understand it right, if I'm not, then I've been been misquoting it for years. But basically, it's action, it's it's action without action. Basically, no unnatural movement, right? And the way I explain it, the way I like to explain it is like, okay, if you take your arm and you extend it for as far as it goes, that's the natural motion of your arm, right? But if you take that same arm and you try to bend it past that 180 degree that's unnatural it's unnatural and that shit hurts it's not supposed to be that way <laughs> you know what I'm saying and so women using hard power like we were just talking about it's an unnatural motion because your power lies in the softness in the soft power Co- uh, 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 diplomacy um, co-opting Co-opting. that's, that's what I was Co-opting. Your words are your biggest strength. Listen here. And I think we said this before. Women. And this, obviously this, this episode is for the ladies. I'm trying to help out here. I'm trying to present some solutions and stuff. Ladies here. Listen to me. Listen to me well. There is no better position to be in than having the ear of the king. And we'll give you three reasons why. Okay, like that is a very powerful position to be in because being in that position, right? You get to influence things, you know, his decisions and stuff like that. He confides in you, but in that realm, you have no responsibility to worry about. Any and all decisions have to be made by him. 
Any final decisions have to be made by him. So whatever happens is on him, not you. You gave your input, whether or not he listens to listen to you, and implemented your ideas will be one hundred percent on, on him. him. Like uh, it's like the fork in the road. Or, or yeah, the, exactly. So. Yeah. Yeah, Cam and I, we discussed this whole thing um, some episodes back when we were talking about, you know... The fork in the road. Yeah. Your husband's driving the car. You're in the passenger seat. Your husband wants to go left. You want to go right. Which way are you going? Typically, in a functioning relationship, the wife would defer to the husband. Typically, right? But what if she really wants to go right? How would she get her way? Would she grab the wheel and attempt to turn to the right? No. If she, she does, she need, divorced, she need to get divorced. She need to get divorced. Kill me. <laughs> Kill your side. Bitch. Ain't no, no but she would use her words. She would convince him to turn right. And women have the power of persuasion. Okay, right. sure nobody said, man, there's, listen. And, oh, to, the, to, to that point, so hold on. Well. To, hold on. To that point, to that point, though. Like, if he was to go the way that she wants to go, and they fall into a ditch or mm-hmm. a flat tire or a oh, pothole. It's all, him, it's all on him because he's driving the car. Exactly. So even though it was her idea, the he execution was on him. Yes. You and see what I'm saying? And he's gonna take that. That's the influence without responsibility. Yep. You ain't got to shoulder that burden. That's all on him. You were saying, I'm sorry, I was in. No, 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 no. That's, that's that's basically it, man. That is basically it. And women have, and it almost feels like a lost art, dude. Like I hear so many podcasts talk about or uh, ask women, you know, who are your role models, your feminine role models today? Feminine. No, feminine. That's what I'm saying. Feminine. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there are some of those still around. Yes, there are. Angela Bassett being one of them. I don't even know. No one mentions. Angela Bass, that woman is Grace Incarnate. You understand? Yeah. She can do no wrong. Been married to Courtney B. Vance for decades. You understand? Got beautiful children. She still has a career. No scandals. Never scantily clad. Nope. She handles her business like a professional woman. And they keep their business no out of the public eye. Listen, same thing with LeBron James's wife, Samantha James. Kudos. Yep. Kudos. Ain't gotta be out there with the cheeky jaw out there, cause don't, trust me, she got cheeky. Ain't out there mm. like somebody we know, <clears throat> Kiki Palmer. <clears throat> Ooh. I'm just saying, man, you ain't gotta do all that, man. You really don't. You ain't gotta do all that, baby. Because even then, right? Even then, fem- <sighs> again, this is this is this is this is me challenging. And if you disagree. Tell us in the comments. But this is me challenging feminist rhetoric and trying to get y'all to see this from a different perspective because something has got to break. The fractures in our community are getting deeper and it's becoming irreparable. Feminism will have you believe that being in the forefront is all, is all is the is is everything right that's what you should strive for is to be in the forefront you know the, another benefit to having the king's ear is that you have protection without the threat of danger <laughs> ain't nobody after you <laughs> they trying to take him down yep 
Now, if they come at if they come at him by going after you, that's a whole other thing. But primarily, he is the target. Yep. If you're in the forefront, you are the target. Every arrow, every every threat of poison, poison every you know what I'm saying, every assassin assassination. With the dagger. <laughs> you gonna keep finish, my boy? We on the same wave, Like it's all aimed at him. The person in the front. But so long as he's in the front, you behind him, and he's got to take all of that. He's he's the pickle of the yard, Gohan. Anime reference. <laughs> Nerd. He gonna always jump in front of the blast to protect you. But if you up front, that danger is more is just as likely to hit you than him. And that's not. And, and thinking about it, and, and, no, no. <laughs> Here's a feminist spin for you. Well, that's single cowardice. mothers, single mothers know what I'm talking about. That's cowardice. Why single mothers behind a man. Single mothers know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Let's be real. Know. Let's be real. Let's talk about it. Single mothers know what I'm talking about. You're in the forefront. Um, what, 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 what burdens do you have to deal with because you don't have a dude to stand in front of you? Bills. Oh, right? everything. Covering, protection, security, all of it. You know, you know what I'm saying? Str- like everything she that could come, sh- like eviction notices. You know oh what I'm saying? God, fucking uh, uh, car notes. We gotta talk uh, about that too, bro. Fucking, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's so much that you have you have to worry about because you don't have you you don't have anybody just to defer to. Listen, if I hear, and if I, it's like you know what? Let him handle it. He can handle it. Listen, I have heard so many women off YouTube, off, off YouTube, but they come for TikTok because screw TikTok. Uh, <laughs> but so many women on YouTube. Saying whose idea was it to be strong and independent? Oh, Ali Wong had because dying. I want to relax. I want to chill. I don't want to deal with all of this stress. You know, stress is a silent killer. It is indeed. It will sneak up on did you. I tell you, okay, audience. I don't know if I did. I tell you, one of my coworkers walked into my office to ask me a question. I hadn't seen her in like some months. I want to say it must have been like good six months, right? She walks in my office. I help her with her little issue or whatever. And then she turns around and looks at me and says, What happened? What's, what's up with all the gray? Oh, yeah, you did tell me that. What's, what's, <laughs> what's up with all the gray? What, what happened to you? <laughs> what happened to you? That's rude. <laughs> Bruh. That's, my girl, who's in the, my other coworker who's in the room with me, was like, Damn, that was. Right. It was like, rude. It was like We not friends. I, I said, I said, all this gray you see in my beard? Yeah, this is coming from Chirin family. I'm a single income house. You understand? I got bills. I got family to take care of. Listen. Stress. You see what I'm saying? And, and, that's, and that's what I'm talking about. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Why would you want to undergo that kind of stress? Listen, look here. I got a lot going on in my damn cell. My back is killing me. You understand me? <laughs> Aches, but I gotta suck it up and keep going because I got responsibilities to do. If you got the ear of the king, you ain't gotta worry about that shit. If he's doing his job, so long as he's a king, and I mean an actual king, not a fucking pookie. Pookie, you know what I'm saying? A dude who was about his business. 
We we not. I'm not even talking I'm about. Not even talking I'm not about even talking about. You niggas. I yeah. Less, no. Less, less. That's one thing that's been irritating me. Like everybody talk about high value, high value. No. Man. Talk about it's a dude who is on his purpose and about. Duty and responsibility. Those duty men who are about duty and responsibility, those are the kings that I'm talking about. There you go. Okay? And if you have the ear of those kings, the stress that you would normally be subjected to if he was not there, you would have you don't have to deal with. You essentially live a relatively carefree life. Having the ear of the king. What they call it soft girl era? <laughs> it's a sham. It is a sham. Side note, though, I, I do want that narrative to die that, like, like our great-grandmamas was stay-at-home moms and stuff. Motherfucker. <laughs> Most black women was out working, whether it be domestics or at a normal job. They was working. The different same same stress and washing clothes yeah, and stuff like that. Typically, that, they uh, still house cleaning for the most part. The house. Yeah. Typically. And the other thing, and this is the last point, it's having the ear of the king and mind you I'm not just talking about any old um dude no 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 not dude I'm not just talking about any old confidant I'm not mm. talking about just a friend I'm not just talking about you know what I'm saying is his uh, uh uh advisor or anything like that no 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 I'm talking about having when I say having the ear of the king I'm talking about you're his queen which means you have status without having to work for it you see what I'm saying? Everybody likes to say, oh, I'm a queen. 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 queen of what? Who appointed you as a queen? That title is handed to you by a guy. <laughs> oh, somebody going to hate me for that. A queen is not a queen without a man handing, handing her that title. Either her father passed and she inherited his estate or she married a king that made her a queen. That's a title that is given. It's not earned. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you're not given, and a queen does not get her title to herself. So let's dispel that whole thing. You're not a queen just because you call yourself a queen. And there are certain attributes of a queen and certain processes that you have to look. Oh my God, y'all gonna get me off on this tangent here. Look, understand something. And I'm about to start preaching here in a minute. understand something as a princess right you are trained to be a queen you are study classes all of it yeah you you, you, all kinds of studies you learn posture you learn etiquette you learn you know what i'm saying poise attitude demure demeanors and things of that nature and so on and so forth. You are trained to be a queen, but you are not a queen until a king marries you or the king dies and you inherited that estate. Something along those lines, right? So that status is not something that you have to work for. It's not a status that you can work for. It is given to you. It is granted to you. You don't have to work. So not only Unless, and do, do you not have, hold on, hold on, hold on. Not, so no responsibility, no danger, no work. Who wouldn't want to sign up for that? So here's the thing. No, I don't, I don't, I don't want women to, again, again, 
feminist spin, right? Oh, it's gonna happen. I, I know. I know. I'm gonna be I taken out of context. Women to think that women were back in the day or queens were just doing nothing. That's not what he's saying at all. It's a different type of work. Just like hard power and soft power are different, right? They're both forms of power, but they're exercised completely different. Yes. A queen's role is not the same as a king's role. You understand? Yep. When he said there's no work, he's talking about the work of a king. You don't have to shoulder that burden. That's not on you. What do you have to do? Listen, one, okay. And I, and I think we should probably add those clips to the description of this. Oh, you're talking about? Of soft power. Exactly. Yes. Okay, yeah, okay, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Because one of my favorite examples, my absolute favorite example, I have three favorite examples of what soft power looks like, right? And my absolute favorite example, um, thank you for bringing it up because I almost forgot. <laughs> I almost forgot. You sly dog. So one of my favorite examples of soft power, if you want to see what I'm talking about. So the Prince of Egypt, DreamWorks, mm. the Prince of Egypt. Right. Mm. Let me lay out the same for you. So after the opening chariot race between Ramesses and Moses, right, they get called in and uh, in front of Pharaoh. Okay. Pharaoh proceeds to chastise Ramesses for the destruction of everything that was that was going on right mm -hmm. if you if you've seen the this movie calls, yeah if you've seen this movie you know what i'm talking about so he's chastising he's chastising ramesses he's laying into him he basically called ramesses the weakest link in their family okay mm -hmm. now soft power that's hard power authority chastisement discipline hard power right he went he was gonna go too far and he was gonna go further. Soft power comes in when the queen stops Pharaoh without a word. She didn't say shit that whole scene. She placed her hand on him. He looked at her and was like, and he took a breath. Y'all get the hell out of my sight. That's, those are not his words, but we black here. Y'all get the hell out of my sight. Now, Ramesses proceeded to try to rebut Pharaoh. And again, God, I'm getting chills. I'm getting chills. The poor Angela she Bassett would be stood. for that role. Shut up. Shut up. You understand me? <laughs> the way she did that, she, she threw that hand stood. up. Bow. She's like, uh-uh, don't do that. And it was the way. She no words. No words. She just held her hand up real gently, subtly. Stop. And Ramsey stopped. You talk about a teenage boy. They were in a heated debate. A teenage boy reared up, about to rear up against his father, and his mother said, "Stop! Don't do and that." He didn't do. It. He dead in his tracks. You understand? With his hand raised, about to say something, dead in his tracks. Stop, and then walked away. You understand? And again, and again, and we're gonna link the. I'm gonna I'm link the scene. We're gonna link the scene. And and if you hadn't watched Prince of Egypt recently, wait, what are you doing with your life? Go back and rewatch that movie. It's such a fantastic movie. So anyway, so all of this. And her pre like the the presence that she had there, she kept the peace. She kept things on an even keel, and civil. everybody yes, civil, and everybody left with some form of dignity. Yes, right. Without, saying without anything, a word, with, with without saying anything too harsh or something that they would regret, she knew what it what was coming. But this is but more importantly, 
she had the res she commanded the respect enough not only from the yes. pharaoh but the but the but the, the princes pharaoh, the not even Moses the pharaoh to be you understand in Egypt the pharaoh bro <laughs> they mind both you respected her enough to heed her her words and again she didn't say shit she didn't have to that that's soft power and that is strong there is strength when you know how to wield that and i don't mean wield that in a manipulative faction that's what they've been doing though see that's, that's you know, see, that, 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 like i had to, to make that Sister i have to make that clear Ali said that a lot of our women have been using that power in a twisted way it's, it's a perversion using, we sign language yeah. We've been using it. Yes. We've been, they've been using Sign language it. is the, hold on, wait, 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 we, we gotta, we gotta, hold on. Sign language is the perversion of soft. Do yes. you know what you just did? Yes, I do. Yes, okay, I go do. ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. But yes, that's what they've been using it for. They've been using it to cut down the men instead of building them up. Instead of raising nations, they've been destroying them from the inside. You understand? So, I truly believe that that was, that was feminism's ultimate goal, was to get women to believe that the power that they wielded, because let's not get it twisted, they wielded power. This is one thing that was, uh, a friend of mine uh, had a conversation with me the other day, and he was like, you do realize, like, women got, like, prohibition was because of women. And I was like, Oh what? yeah, the Geneva Commission was because of women. They didn't have the right to vote yet. Mm. How did they get an amendment to the Constitution? Because they had the ear of the men who made the decision. Bam. Soft power. They don't have to have the right to vote directly, right? No. You in the ear. You in the bed. You in the house. With the motherfuckers that got the pen. Plead your case. Telling you, bro. People underestimate soft power, man. They do. Another prime example, and we gonna link it in the chat is uh, um, oh, brave. <laughs> yeah, brave. <laughs> another great example. You want an example of a, another soft power example? When uh, all the Vikings were meeting in the hall, the great hall, and they started that basic bar fight basically yeah yeah <laughs> and the queen walked into that room they all stopped man they parted ways like moses did the red sea Bruh, <laughs> they all stopped because she commands respect she holds herself a certain way yes you don't act the fool in front of the queen yes you represent soft power and 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 again this is one of those things and this is this is probably one of the reasons why we brought up kiki palmer I advise one of my sisters about something because there's a lot of talk about respect and respect and respect. Look, you have to be respectable to, to be respect. rex to be respected. Yep. Right? And in the scene of Brave Suki Han is a prime example of that. Oh. But that's beside the point. Continue. Kiki going around. Kiki going out wearing the dress that she wore. Hugged up on Usher the way that she did. Right? While her baby's father which is a whole other issue, but we're not talking about that right now. While her baby's father is at home with her child, right? And then the women that are coming 
to her defense regarding all of that screaming you know like you're just coming to her defense or whatever look and and she's just one mild example and think about that that that's mild nowadays <laughs> <laughs> that's so terrible. but that one mild example right is a demonstration of what it is to not be respectable but cry you want but cry out you wanting respect See, you have a, you have to, men, what is more respect, what is more important to men than anything, than your love and all of that is your respect, is respect in general. And when you're out and you're with me, you're also representing me. That's not to say that you're not your own person, but when we're together, this goes back to that whole, the guy who's in front of you, they're going to, they're going to see me first. And if they saw you the night before, hugged up on Usher, now I'm a laughing stock. Dude, I give, I give this There's example. There's no respect there. So I give this example because women will like to, again, this goes back to the hard power thing. They want to buck up and, you know, use coercion to try to shame men into accepting so disrespect, right? Um, you, that One, that will never work. <laughs> But two, yeah, the the soft power art has been so long. Like, dude, okay, prime example. I'll give you an example, right? I know, and and Fresh and Fit has gotten a lot of um, backlash from this, and rightfully so, right? The idea that your woman can't go out to you know a party or a club or whatever without you. It's not so much that she can't go, right? The issue becomes it's it's an image issue. It's a respect issue, right? What has your actions shown me that you're going to do at that club while I'm out there? Right? Are your ass cheeks going to be out? Are your teeth going to be out? If, listen, the reason why, so, my wife's going to Vegas with her friends this next month, right? And uh, a friend of mine asked, he's like, you going to let her go to Vegas? I said, first of all, it's not about a matter of letting, first of all. Secondly, I know how she carries herself. I know what she would wear. No, it's not gonna be nothing stupid, right? Mm. I'm okay with that. Whether or not her friends make a fool of themselves, that's on them. But my wife, my wife will be the only motherfucker. And this is this is what's funny about it too, because the last time she went out with them, which was, I want to say two years ago, it was during COVID. But <laughs> she went out last during time. COVID. Jesus, <laughs> last time she went out with them, uh, she was like, you know, she felt out of place. Because you know she's the only one that's married, she was dressed modestly, and they were wilding out. And she was like, "I don't feel comfortable." I don't feel comfortable. And I was like, "She's going again." Well, here's the thing: one, it's been years, and then two, like she does miss her friends. See, that's the issue with the black community, yeah. right? There's not enough married black women, right? So, in my wife's case, how does she make friends? It's just gonna be a bunch of single brides. If we're gonna be honest, right? Because they can't find men. You guys can't do stuff like that. It, it reminds, that, that reminds me. That was my. That was, no, no. I wasn't oh, even gonna bring up <laughs> I was gonna bring up a straight talk between T and Tamara Maui. That's what I was gonna bring up because there was a clip. I don't know if you saw it. I see. There was a yeah, clip where one of them, one of them was like, "Yo, uh, let's we, go clubbing. Let's go clubbing. I want to go and out to party." And Tamara was like, "Ah, uh, uh, no, because I'm a mom." You're a mom. Like, mm. 
And she's like, what do you mean by clubbing? No, first she thought out, she said, what do you mean by clubbing, first of all? What's your definition of clubbing? Like, what are we doing? No, fun. Oh, fun. That's what it definition was. Definition of fun. What's your idea, definition of fun? Oh, we should go to the club. Mm, no. And look, we grew up on T and Tamara. And I told... I told and I was always... I was always... the. Tamara fan. Me too. And I told actually everybody. And I feel Tamara vindicated bad, now. Bad. Yep. I feel vindicated I said now. That I'm like, dude, I feel so vindicated because I chose Tamara and I knew off rip. Like, I know I picked the what the wives. I knew Tamara was the one because, dude, she don't she don't do that shit, man. And then later on when she was explaining, I think it was on a reality show. Like, she don't get she's super conservative. She don't get down like that. Well, and then on top of that, right, Tia. Was Have you seen? Breaker. Well, no. <sighs> and I'm I'm struggling, I'm stuttering and I'm struggling for a reason because I loved them growing up. Oh, dude, I love them both. I love I love them growing I do up. Love them. And like to see her do this. Granted, I don't know her, but it's like I don't know you. Like this isn't this isn't you. This isn't. You go to her Instagram and you see her do these cringe dances. She is a mom trying to be sexy. That's not to say that moms can't be sexy. That's not what I'm saying because milfs are a thing. What I'm saying is that she is the stereotypical mom, (laughs) the housewife, trying to be sexy. Doing these TikTok dances and crap. It comes off cringe. It's cringe as fuck. It's it's lame. But I said it's, that years ago. But I'm just you, like though. it's. Like, we mm. knew she was the rubric. Dude, I called their divorce years ago, bro. And, I, and when we was watching their reality show, that was Dude, when we were watching Tia Tamara's reality show, because you know Ashley loves on reality TV, we were watching it, and I'll never forget. I was sitting there with her, and this must have been, whoo, this was this was a long time ago, and I was like, dude, the interaction between her and Corey, I was just like, it's not gonna last. Cause Tia is not Tamara. Tia I mean, I'm still not, waiting. Tia is not the I'ma sit and chill and you know relax, being my feminine. No, that's not. No, I'm gonna not graduate her. from this marriage, bruh. When she said that shit, Graduation. I almost want But see, that goes like in, goes into what we were talking about. That, that goes into what we what we was talking about. With failing grades, how you graduate with failing grades? <laughs> Listen, that goes into what we were talking about about being in front. Feminism would have these women believing that being under a man's covering is a bad thing. <laughs> you should be up front. You are just as valid. You are even if not more valid than he is. Because you do X, Y, Z. You birth a kid and blah, 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 blah. Look here. Everybody who's using that um, using that argument as uh, validation for your feminist article that you birth children, um, go kill yourself. And let me tell you why. Uh, you can't birth a kid if a man doesn't put one in you. They don't want to acknowledge that that's not, that's not even part of the equation. It literally takes two people to make a baby. Yes, you are the portal that the baby comes into this world through, right? But if there is no one to plant the seed of said baby, you ain't birthing nothing. That's not even the fucking point. You're the portal that the baby comes through, but who the hell sets up the goddamn home so you can have a place to nest? Motherfucker, who protects? 
who protects you while you're and fucking becoming a, the portal. That's a whole other thing. That's a whole other thing. Who but protects I'm saying, you while you're but, becoming the portal. But 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 again, again, this is this is this is why I'm challenging these, these feminine talking points because look, this ain't it. Cam, you and I were talking offline yesterday. This ain't it. It is not. We've had for the last 30, 40 years, we've tried it the way that y'all wanted to. The feminist way a lot of men have shut the fuck and let y'all go. Oh, yeah. And I, look I, at I where it got gone. us. This ain't it. I did gone. It's been a good 50 years. They had a good run. They had a uh, good run. I'm not going to lie. Jury's still out on the term good. But well, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. What I'm saying like, is, is that, again, this goes back to the soft power. They managed to not only get the right to vote in the workforce, do with them freedom, do whatever we want to do, equal rights, all that, right? Still get treated like a lady, right? They got all of that for 50 fucking years. Uh-huh. And what was the end result? And now men are saying, nope, that's enough. You had 50. It was a good run. But your way doesn't work. And men are saying enough. And I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. We tried it your way. We've gotten terrible results. It is what it is. And some of y'all, and some of y'all who... I don't, you know what? I don't even know why we're still talking at this point. And let me tell you, let me tell you why I say that. I don't know why we're still going, because we've already lost ninety percent of the twelve percent of female viewer <laughs> listeners that was even interested in this. Because at some point they already got offended and didn't hear anything else that we said. Oh, so if you have, if you are a woman and you are listening to our podcast and you made it this far, thank you. Kudos, because. We really are only trying to look out for ours and, you know, implement some solutions. Listen, man, I had so my cousin, <clears throat> uh, she she asked this question. She said, how can a how can a man who comes from a single mother home hate black women? And I simply replied and I said. You're assuming that that home was conducive for a child. You're assuming a lot. See, here's the issue that I think a lot of women, and they, and they project their feelings onto others. Remember what we talked about when it was like, you know, we expect ourselves from other people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are shitty moms out here. It's very shitty mothers. Here's, it's the halo effect. It's the halo effect. And for those of you who don't know, and the halo effect, the halo effect is basically the, uh, the psychological principle, I want to say, that says that women can do absolutely no wrong. They can do no harm. Perfect in every way. Like, they can't, they can't be abusive. They can't, you know, do drugs. They can't be violent. They can't, you know what I'm saying? Anything that is inherently human, anything, any atrocities that any human has ever committed, women are nope. incapable of doing. Nope, it's just the men. It's just the men. If the men were gone, Only men. we'd have peace. It's forgetting the fact that mean girls exist. Forgetting back the, the fact that antisocial behavior in women is actually fairly common. Jordan Forget Peterson talked about this. Yes. Sa sa Reputation savagery. We talked about it a few 
few episodes ago, reputation savaging is a thing, man. Well, I'm sure that you've met women in your life that acted towards you in a bullying and detestable manner. It's very difficult for women to cope with that because they don't have any real recourse. And female bullying can be unbelievably vicious. It takes the shape of reputation destruction, innuendo and gossip. So because people look at aggressive and antisocial behavior in women and in men. And in women, it tends to take the expression of innuendo, gossip, and reputation destruction. And in men, it take, tends to take the form of outright physical aggression. There's a whole literature on that. This has been known for 30 years. I mean, look, women have to express aggression somehow, unless you're willing to say that they're not aggressive. They tend not to do it physically. Not to the degree men do, so they use other channels. And what other channels are there other than physical aggression if you're going to be aggressive? Well, you go after people verbally. You go after them with innuendo and gossip and reputation destruction. The spreading of rumors. Hell, we we're seeing, and 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 you know what, <laughs> you know what, this is gonna be the gift that keeps on giving because we're gonna keep harping back to this. I see this now, what? the whole Doctor Umar thing. Now I'm bringing this jack, this oh, jackass, jackass. So this, uh, the why did I why did I invoke this name? So this goes back to that whole thing about you know um, men taking. Uh, responsibility for creating this persona or anything like that like you can't tell me that all the reports that we have heard and that we have seen of black women killing black men there was a there was a a thing about uh, a couple months ago uh, there was a black woman who straight up stabbed this black man mm -hmm. you know and watched him bleed to death on the floor I can't even remember what they were arguing about. Then we covered another story where a black woman killed a black man for something stupid. No, she shot him. Remember that one? I think so. Uh, yeah, the kids were in the background and stuff like that. His final words was, Daddy loves you. That one. Then there are, you know what I'm saying, there are black women who are killing these black babies. And I'm not talking about abortion. I'm talking about outright killing these black babies. Mm -hmm. You know, that the six-year-old six girl that just... Mm, I'm still heated about that. Can't even. Mm -mm. So, mm -mm. the reason I bring these up is a to illustrate what hard power looks like in women, but also b to be like you know Umar, fuck you because you can't blame us for those actions. Yeah. That directly violates the halo effect. You 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 see what I'm saying? You can't say that women can't do any wrong when there is avid proof. And now it's video evidence that women do wrong. Dude, I was there is a women's prison. Like, women do wrong. This is the, you know what? You know what was the thing that uh that started waking me up out of the whole blue pill mindset? And I've said this before, I'm gonna say it again because it, it's profound and it's funny too. Right? <laughs> it's two words. Women, shit. <laughs> okay? Oh, Women, shit. And it, the, the, it's two words, and it seems simple, but it's not. Because you're raised to believe that women don't fart. Girls don't fart. They poot. <laughs> they don't go to the bathroom. They go to powder their noses. <laughs> And a myriad of other things that these cutesy phrases that you know what I'm saying that soften the outlook on women. No, women shit. I heard you, man. 
<laughs> the first time you said that to me, I'm about to laugh for a good 30 minutes straight, bro. Because, like, again, again, it's so short and sweet, but it's so goddamn true, man. Like, we soften. Even when we're talking about crimes they commit, we yes. soften the verbiage, man. Like, it's just this idea that, like, and again, this goes back to the patriarchy, man. This, this again, this is my one like serious contentious issue with the patriarchy. Like, I get that women are to be protected. I yeah. get that, but God damn, like to the degree where we treat them like children, bruh. Like they, it's it's like not Umar literally like like to take the responsibility of choice away from a person and say all of your decisions and choices aren't your fault. No, they're the fault of another person. What? What? Dude, and not just any, and not just any, and not just not just not any person. It's your direct opposite. Oh, your oh, direct yeah. opposite is responsible for you being the way that you are. Yep. Oh my god. Like what, dude? I'm, dude, and this is the thing. And shout out to the fellas, man. Good, good on y'all taking that man to task, bro. They've been. You been watching on social I, media? I, I have not. Black to be honest, been you, giving him the business. I mean, I'm, I see a lot of the videos popping up, but I'm like, you know what? We said what we said. I've we've already addressed it. It's time to move on to the next thing because, it, like. Again, dude, they looking up. We've here. We trying to find his baby mamas. They, that's they, he, that that's going a little too far. Listen, they was going that, in, I, like. And here's my thing. Here, here's the thing. Like, th- that's going too far to me. You know what I'm saying? Don't, 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 don't like mention. Yes, that he is an absentee father. That he co-parents. I wouldn't. Okay, maybe absentee father is too strong a language. But he co-parents. He's not a father in the home. Nope. You know what I'm saying? He's not. That's not. So by all. Uh, intents and purposes, he's the exact kind of nigga that a pookie. He's advocating against, but it's my fault somehow that he exists. I, my brain hurts just trying to do gym, gym, mental gymnastics to say the sentence I just said. <sighs> That's beside the point. The point is dispelling a lot of these. Uh, these feminist talking points, right? Um, we're talking about the halo effect, the, the, the protection. Actually, I don't even think that the, the, the halo effect is a feminist thing. I think that's that's a, a patriarchy thing, right? That's a patriarchy thing. Yeah, that's a patriarchy thing. So dispelling, dispelling the halo effect, but also dispelling the... But, the- but let's not get it twisted. It's a patriarchal practice and concept, but women, especially feminists, still use it to their advantage. Again, this is where white female tears come from when they're wrong. Oh, yeah. Right? It's all of that. It's all of it. It's weaponizing the fact that men have been raised, trained, and bred to protect women. Yeah. I think there was a... And it's not just recent. That's generations upon generations, a millennia of societies, cultures across the world. Like, you see a woman crying, you want to protect her or fix whatever the problem is. Dude, they have studies showing... Oh, dude, I meant to link this study. Maybe I did. I think I I saw something recently that tears. Yeah. Okay, so we did see that. Okay. And let men smell it, and it lowered their testosterone levels. Smelling women's tears. What? 
Not even actually seeing them cry, just smelling the tears. And they did. And, 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 okay, and for first the control, of all, hold on. first of all, saline for the control. <laughs> they use saline. First of all, I've never it. smelt a woman's tears. Like well, I've here's never. The thing. There's a so there's a different. They call it the emotional cry. Okay. People cry for different reasons. Right? Yeah. You might cry happy tears. You might cry uh, tears of rage. Tears like, of rage. Right. But it's specifically sad tears. So the way they tested this is huh. they had women uh, uh, watch sad movies. They, they collected the tears. Let the, let the tears run down their face. Right. Collected them. Right. They then replicated it with saline and let the saline run down their face to make sure there was nothing, nothing on their skin or nothing that you know chemical okay. that caused the reaction. And they collected the saline. They let the men smell the saline and let the men smell the tears, right? Only the tears lowered men's testosterone levels. There's a chemical in women's tears that affect men's testosterone levels. Shit you not threw me off! Cause I, I called somebody somebody said it online and I was like, bullshit! Y'all making up fucking this is like the crystals and bullshit. Right, the horoscope. Like, like a horoscope. Man, I Jesus. went with that study and I was like, oh damn. And then, and then I turned towards my wife. I was like, I wonder if they've done the opposite study. And she's like, what you mean? The theory that Fresh and Fit have, right? I've heard Myron say this multiple times where, because he's had women on the show, that said the moment they saw their boyfriend or husband cry, like a real cry, I mean, I'm not talking about crying in a movie or something, an actual cry, they were turned off and they didn't recover. Sexual attraction was gone. Have they done the reverse? Does it lower or even raise testosterone levels in women? I don't know. Like, is there a chemical reaction to when men cry for women? And is it a turnoff? Via pheromones, right? Or chemicals. <laughs> it makes your head hurt, right? It makes my everything hurt. I... <laughs> Y'all just like see like this. Y'all just see <laughs> you rubbing his face? <laughs> no, man, because this crap is already this crap is already it's already complicated with the psychological aspects of it. Now you're talking about some biological, some biological chemical. chemical things, like because she because she. I become flaccid? Like, that's kind of messed up. Well, it's lowering the testosterone because <laughs> it's supposed to lower your aggression, right? Ah. Uh, so it's supposed to calm you. So you're like, oh, what's wrong? What? You see what I'm saying? So it's almost like it's a defense mechanism. You see what I'm saying? It's almost like it's a defense mechanism yeah, that, was, okay. that was evolved. I had to think about it for, for a second. when men got pissed, right? Because before, men were beaten. I mean, let's be real. <laughs> there was this Women were getting slapped by dudes. Let's be real. <laughs> wait, wait, there was this video. It was a skit, but it was still funny as hell. I think I linked it to you. Where is it? Toxic relationship B. And this girl comes up. She slaps a dude. He's like, what the? He slaps her back. It's like, don't fuck. She, she slaps him and he slaps her back and she looked at him and she started crying she's like Ooh, and then he goes oh baby I'm so sure and then she slaps her she's like don't hit me <laughs> but that reminded like you saying like the, 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 the smell of tears lowers the testosterone to make you softer so you can be in a more position I'm guessing to, to comfort be, her to be hit on that top of the head with that soft power yeah <laughs> You know what I'm saying? That, but see, but that's that manipulative. That is manipulative. But see, that mani- that's manipulative. That and that's what we want to avoid. Look, we don't want 
we're not bringing up soft power because we're trying to teach you how to manipulate your men. Okay. What 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 the purpose of but it bringing is up technically manipulation? No, hold on now. Hold on. Now. I got no, no. I got to stop here cuz technically there are different forms of manipulation. Technically, it is manipulative to co-opt somebody's idea, right? To make somebody think that the idea that you want them to do is their own. That is manipulative. But at the same time, there is positive manipulation. There is. You do it with your fucking kids. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like, the, to, yeah. Using, I, I guess because manipulation has such a negative, negative connotation. connotation. Yes. So just like I think that's the reason why I brought it up and said it like that. I, I I'm honestly thinking like it's more. I'm honestly thinking more to the effect that you know it it. This power, because it is power, and because it is so potent, and you're you're literally tapping in to somebody else's free will, yes. right? It should be used responsibly with great power. I wasn't gonna do it. Do it <laughs> with great power. Finish it. Comes great responsibility. Bam, <laughs> like that. So it it should be used to Res- lift. And uplift. All right. So on that note, I hope you got something from that. Um, we appreciate y'all checking in. This episode was brought to you by the Minority Report magazine. My voice, your voice, our voices. Amplify. Go check out that in the link down below. Um, and let us know what you think. You know, give us some feedback because it's we work hard on this stuff, man. <laughs> we do. We but try. yeah, keep in mind, keep in mind, folks, that um, our website is under construction. Um, the minorityreport.info. Yeah, uh, the Minority Report semi-annual number two is already under production. Um, if you want to help us out, you can donate to the podcast later so that we can give you these episodes on a more frequent schedule. The next Minority Report issue will be able to be purchased physically. If you like what we are doing, if you appreciate. The, the the work that goes into these magazines, the next issue will be able to be ordered and purchased online. So the semi-annual number one will be the last free issue. We have a back catalog. There's eight issues, 100% completely free. The ninth issue will be the start of where we're going to start charging for the physical copies. So we can start funding this stuff more and get out in front of you more frequently and more consistently and get better at doing this stuff because we want to give you better content. We appreciate your support. We appreciate you rocking with your boys. We are your hosts. I'm Alex. And I'm Cam. And if you like what you're getting, keep doing what you do. We out, y'all. Holla. <laughs>